Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. As Bob Perry and I prepare to lead our community in the 2024 feast, which is our 21-day fast from January 7th through 27th, or any shorter number of days therein, there's no guarantee or no requirement that you do all 21 days. So if you're listening to this midway through and you're like, wait, I want to do it, you're totally welcome. You absolutely should. You can find the invitation in the show notes. But one of the reasons, or I, I guess I just wanted to do a little episode on why we love leading the feast. So first of all, when you look at the scriptures, what Jesus said to the disciples' question of why could we not drive out this this demon or this demonization in this child, Jesus said some things only come out with prayer and fasting. And it's interesting because, I mean, that was, he was coming down from the Mount of Transfiguration. I don't know that he was literally fasting that day. There's no indicator that, you know, he's kind of like, oh, well, I'm fasting today and you're not. I think I've always interpreted this as saying, if you want power and authority in your life, fasting actually needs to be a part of your regular life experience or maybe not regular but it's it's part of your spiritual devotion and so when Jesus said this kind only comes up by prayer and fasting there's a level where you can get to a certain degree in prayer it's kind of like there is low hanging fruit maybe even medium hanging fruit i mean prayer is incredibly powerful and the lord honors the prayers But then it really seems like there are certain things that happen only when you add on fasting as well. So I think of this as maybe like rocket boosters or like the extra, the extra oomph. And I think we can see this principle at play also in when people pray just on their own, there's a certain amount of authority. And then when you add additional people, that creates that much more of an impact. And so there's a fascinating and very beautiful story, Mountain Rain by J.O. Frazier, who was a missionary, James, to the Lisu people in China. And he had labored and worked. It was a very hard terrain. This would have been probably early 1900s, so not easy, no creature comforts. And nothing was really happening And his mother was a great woman of prayer. And he finally wrote to her and was like, can you please get some friends and all of you pray? Like, like, I love that you pray, mom, but can we have a little more help here? And once she did that, there was really a tremendous explosion of the gospel among the Lisu. So this would have, I think, probably been a little bit before, you know, maybe phone call conversations, definitely conference calls. They were not doing that. It was just... Here are letters going out regularly to the intercessors, and they are praying with diligence and intentionality together, whatever that looks like. And and so I think about that because when we do a communal fast, it's truly astonishing. I fast on a fairly regular basis on my own. I've had years where I've done it twice a week. I, at the present time, travel enough that that is that would be a little bit too taxing for my system but uh definitely I do fast regularly 
And it is one thing to do it on your own. (laughs) And then to do it with a larger group is truly a completely different experience. It's probably like if you were a bird trying to fly your uh, cycle from north to south or south to north on your own versus doing it in the V formation where there's the leader and then those who get to drag off of that leader. It's just, it's easier. There is a grace that comes from doing things communally. So I say all of this because, okay, so you have the fast, so you're getting greater breakthrough in that kind of prayer, but then you also get the greater breakthrough from doing it as a corporate experience, which is is awesome. Like, yes, let's have more breakthrough. There's probably one of my other favorite aspects is to say, I'm actually just going to seek the Lord for what it is that he would have me do. What am I supposed to give up, if anything, or like the fast of more that one of my friends did where it was like, no, you're actually just supposed to do more of all of the things as a way of celebrating the goodness of God. And so it, it can be a little bit disorienting because you think, wait, is really, is that what I'm supposed to do? But the, the grace to say, no, the Lord actually comes and honors whatever sacrifice or turning of your attention to him. He honors that. And then that becomes, uh, such a richness that uh, wells up and flows over. And so I, I love the ability to hear God's voice in a time of fasting. I love the, we have a book that accompanies this time with morning and evening readings. And some of the things I just wouldn't have expected, like, oh, I wasn't expecting my dream life to be more heightened. I wasn't expecting to have a random word come to mind and say, oh, wait, wait, is this my word for this time? And So these are just these little gifts, these unexpected gifts. I don't think we really talk about them a whole lot. I mean, most of us aren't talking about, you know, the last time I did a 21-day fast. But there is such, (laughs) there's such a gift to be able to participate and to participate in a group. And so, yeah, my warmest invitation to you to come and be a part, I felt like the Lord gave me a couple additional messages to share around this. So by Sunday the 7th, there should be adequate information, but the you can see the sign up link in the notes. There's additional information online. And then yeah, listen to the podcast the next few days because I, I love when the Lord's people come together and, and fellowship and fast. And, and I, I think for me, as somebody who doesn't, I, especially when I was younger, I really didn't weigh a whole lot and I never felt like I could fast safely. Like I would get either lightheaded or just really feel sick to my stomach. And so between low blood sugar in college and early married life and then pregnant and nursing for, I don't know, 15 years or something, you know, and it's always like, well, if you're pregnant or nursing, you know, make sure you check with a doctor. And so I just felt so restricted from that entire realm. And it was a privilege and a grace 
after all of those seasons to realize, oh, (laughs) I never had to be restricted from the privilege of fasting. I always could have participated because it wouldn't even have required giving up food. So yeah, Lord, I just thank you for all of the, the grace that you pour out and all of the ways that you give us gifts, give us more <laughs> for the ways that you give us yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.